0: Okay. Uh, Mr. Conrad, could you give us your full name, please, and then spell it for us, and then I'll do
1: an oath with you. Uh, my name is Adam Conrad, spelled A D A M K O N R A D.
0: Do you promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth in your testimony today? I do. Uh, first off, where do you live and what do you do for a living, sir?
1: I live here in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, and um, we run a business, uh, fishing guiding business on Lake Diefenbaker. We have a lodge, and uh, I'm part owner with my wife and my brother, and so basically fishing guide, and I'm a family man.
0: Uh, a B people, are you able to hear him? Oh, there we go
1: sorry i'll speak up
0: okay okay so um you own a um, a lodge at lake Diefenbaker and you basically take clients fishing is that fair yes okay um and you've done this for a few years have you
1: um we started guiding part-time in 2008 uh, we got pretty uh recognized in the fishing industry in 2007 i caught a world record rainbow trout at lake diefenbaker um during that time i was apprenticing as a uh, a mechanic and uh became a journeyman mechanic uh 15 years i worked through a few dealerships here in saskatoon um yes yeah, so and then uh okay yeah
0: <laughs> okay so you've done it for a while yeah, uh, yeah. so three sorry three years
1: full-time ever since covid came um, in 2020 when covid came i got laid off as a mechanic and um i started guiding more and it just kind of went from there and we got really busy and i never turned back
0: so um uh, your your season starts in mid-may am i correct
1: Uh, may 5th is
0: opening day okay so In April 2021, you got your first shot of Pfizer, correct?
1: Uh, Yeah, I believe it was April 23rd. Uh, My wife and I went in and got our first shots of Pfizer.
0: And what happened next?
1: Um, We started guiding May May 5th, 2021, and uh, I don't know, it must have been about 10 days after my shot. My heart was feeling a little weird. I had no idea, like, why it was feeling weird I, I didn't even think anything of it we've never had any heart issues in our family and uh, um, yeah so it was um, May 16th I was I just finished a day of guiding on the lake and uh, I was back at uh, Lake Diefenbaker I was just staying in an RV and I uh, just finished watching a movie at about 10 o'clock and I got up to get a drink of water and then go to bed and when I got up uh, my heart started um, feeling weird it was pounding really hard and i i really had no idea what was going on um, but all of a sudden i could feel a really big pounding in my chest and so i called a friend who came over and um, I, I called a lady she said i should take aspirin because i might be having a heart attack so i chewed aspirin as quick as i could um, um, A friend came over and put an Apple watch on me and there was a nurse that was nearby that came over and took my my uh, rhythm Uh, my heart actually went out of rhythm and I was beating my heart was beating at about 240 beats a minute Um, do you want me to continue with the story okay so um, basically um, I pretty thought I was having a heart attack I I was having heart attack in my opinion Uh, Got rushed to the Outlook Hospital, Uh, felt like a lifetime to get there I was seeing stars and passing out. Um, And in the Outlook Hospital, my wife got there from Saskatoon and she drove in from Saskatoon. Um, They put uh, the maximum dose of metoprolol in me to try to control my heart. Uh, My heart rate did not come down, it was sitting 230, 240 beats a minute and out of rhythm. And basically, my chest felt like it was exploding. Um, uh, I was saying my goodbyes to my family. Um, they, they had to call an ambulance to ambulance me to Saskatoon. Um, during my ambulance ride there, um, laying in the ambulance, uh, there's one uh, lady that was, I, I bet you she was in her 30, mid-30s, she asked me, what shot i got and i had no idea why she would ask me that i still didn't know what was going on i basically you know i was having a heart attack um, and i told her i had the pfizer shot and she asked how long ago i had it i said about two weeks ago Um, and she said oh and i said why do you ask me that and she said well i had it and then uh, sometime after her heart rate increased uh, significantly And didn't come down for over a week she said and I I just I still didn't know what was going on I really didn't care (laughs) when I was feeling like that Uh, they cardioverted me in Saskatoon uh, put me to sleep cardioverted me and uh, and I woke up and my heart was back in rhythm Um, I was in my heart was at 240 beats a minute for eight and a half hours and um, I do have heart damage now due to that I was uh, prescribed blood thinners so and the the doctors basically said you know stop drinking so much caffeine Um, you know it was probably a coincidence that just happened Um, so I just continued with my life Uh, I was on blood thinners Uh, I had to take four or five days off of work and cancel trips to rest up I felt like I had just ran a marathon (laughs) Um, two weeks later I had another attack at night and uh, my friend was there with me rushed me into the hospital and um, you know it just it just continues after that Um, basically once a month it was like clockwork at I would wake up at 2 in the morning sleeping and my heart would just be pounding out of my chest I'd stand up, and then my heart would go out of rhythm and peek out at 200-plus beats a minute. And um, this lasted seven months. Wow. I think I had eight or nine attacks. I was on maximum dose of metoprolol and deltaizam to try to get my heart rate down. Um, mentally just broken. Um, if you guys ever have heart issues like that? And it happens at night. You know that your sleep goes to zero pretty much after Um, um, moving forward to October 1st is when they put the mandates in where um, in order for you to buy alcohol you had to be fully vaccinated and um, my father Otto he had been an alcoholic for 30 years and he he was very set against the vaccines i had, he knew what happened to me and my sister in toronto like they had friends and were 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 pushing her him not to get the shots and he was set on not getting any shots he, he was living alone in a condo in saskatoon but when you take alcohol away from an alcoholic they're gonna do what needs to be done to get their alcohol so on may 5th or october 15th i called my dad and i asked how he was doing and he said he's doing good. I said, "Well, how are you getting your alcohol, Dad?" He said, "Well, I, you know, I, I talked to my doctor, and he said it was okay for me to get the shots." And I said, "Well, okay. Well, that's your decision. You know, I. Everybody makes their own decisions in life, and once your decision is made, you know, it is what it is. I, I'm a person that you know lets people." You know, I I learned from people and, and, you know, my my father made the decision and then it was his. And I said, okay, well, how are you feeling? I feel good. So fast forward to May 26th. I knew he was getting his shot again in late October. I didn't know when. Uh, My brother had called me from Spruce Grove. I'm actually an identical twin. There's two of me. And um, (laughs) so he called me and he said, I just talked to Dad. It was 6 p.m. On October 26th and he said uh, he just didn't sound right I said what do you mean he didn't sound right he said he sounds like he has dementia he couldn't uh, keep track of his conversation he was uh, asking me over and over again why he why Sean called him when my dad called him and I I just told Sean he's probably drunk you know Um, he said well he didn't seem drunk he just seemed different And I said well whatever you know I was dealing with my family my issues business my heart um, I had just talked to my dad on the 25th so I didn't really think anything of it November 1st was my last day of guiding for the year as uh, the weather came in so I finished a day of guiding November 1st um, I drove in from Lake Diefenbaker I got home at 9 30 I was happy the season was over I was in a good mood I was I was doing great I sit down at 10 30 and my heart flips out of rhythm again and uh, I just was mentally broken what do you do you feel um, helpless hospital again again cardioverted back into rhythm Um, and uh, I laid in bed at home for four or five days and recuperated again and on November 6th I was wondering why my dad hadn't called me and um, I called his phone and it went straight to voicemail and uh, it never goes to voicemail because he always answers on his first and second call he doesn't have much to do and when I call him he's always excited to talk and I knew that something was wrong so I, I kind of blacked out my wife took over and um <coughs> excuse me and uh since he was in a condo we didn't want to go in we called uh, the police and they did a wellness check and they they found him laying on his floor dead and um, um, I'll just fast forward the uh, they pegged his death to October 27th or 28th he he had been laying on his uh, condo floor for over 10 days dead and decomposing um, so they recommended me not to to uh, look at the body so I didn't we never did and um, after I was just out of the hospital too so I you know you got to stay strong and you got to keep keep moving forward right so um, we made preparations we weren't allowed into the condo uh, about a week later Uh, I feel like it was November 10th Things were very blurry at that time. Uh, walked into the apartment, and you could smell the smell, and never get rid of that. And um, I reached out, and his wallet was on the the countertop. So I I pulled his wallet out, and and in his wallet I pulled out a uh, vaccination card that said, "Congratulations, you are now fully vaccinated." And after that, I just blacked out and broke
0: and that's when I do you, <clears throat> do you have any any formal um, cause of death on your father or? no
1: um, you know the they said uh, we can try to do an autopsy but since he had been passed for such time it would be difficult and we just opted not to so they uh, just wrote it off as natural causes
0: And are you still having your monthly attacks?
1: Uh, No. Um, Fast forward from um, uh, the November, I was scheduled for a cardiac ablation. Um, I had a cardiac ablation performed on February 1st of 2001. Um, And uh, ever since that, once my heart healed up a month or two later, I was having slight palpitations. But ever since that, my heart has stayed in rhythm now.
0: And I'm assuming you have not had your second Pfizer shot.
1: Uh, no, about that, though uh, I did call uh, and uh, I sent in an uh, adverse reaction request for me and one for my father. I did get a call back eventually, and the lady <clears throat> was kind of explaining to me at the start that maybe I had a problem with an uh, MNRA or something I have no idea and she said maybe that I recommend getting the Johnson & Johnson shot and then I said well okay and then by the end of the conversation she told me that it was a coincidence that and that if I hadn't got the Pfizer shot I would have been worse off and I told her what's worse off than almost dying And I'd rather not take that chance so it's just she says that it's a coincidence but before she said it could be from an MNRA and again I don't study anything I'm a fisherman and a mechanic it's just weird how they would consider that a coincidence two weeks after a shot I have a heart attack you know I'm a healthy person I played soccer my whole life I eat healthy you know I do drink alcohol I, I don't anymore I stopped actually after my first attack I stopped alcohol that nothing seemed to help but anyway it's just weird how they can write that off as a coincidence and my dad's death is a uh, natural causes even though I pushed and tried to call people and nobody really seemed to care
0: um. Is there anything you think the
1: government or,
0: or anyone in this scenario should have done better, in your opinion?
1: You know, like, I'm not a professional. I know that COVID is, is out there. I know that there are people that have died from COVID. Um, you know, th- for me, the only thing that I live my life is if, if, I'm, if I'm doing something and it's not working... I wouldn't continue doing it like if I'm a fisherman and I go to a spot and there's no water in that spot why would I fish there if it's not working why do you continue doing it Mm -hmm. Um, somebody like nobody's taken accountability for anything and it's just nobody's ever provided me answers to anything it almost seems like they really just don't care they make their decisions and they're sticking to it but like Things aren't working out in my opinion if something's not working out why don't you pull back and do more research on things instead of injuring people over and over again it just it doesn't make sense are there any questions uh, from the
0: commissioners for the witness anyone Okay, on behalf of the National Citizens' Inquiry, thank you very much for coming and giving us your testimony today. Thank you. Thank you.